You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Hello everyone and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host Stephen White and with me as always is my co-host Lacia Finley. Oh my gosh, happy Monday, happy New Year, yes. happy all the things. 2022, we are back for our sixth as we're calling it based on the way Apple and, and Podbean and all these other things. Six sure. seasons. Six seasons. Yeah, that's where we're at now. Uh, and, you know, we have we have to explain last week. Because yeah. we did we, we did plan on returning last week. Yeah. But, you know. Had it written. We were ready to go. But yeah. then. Uh, two years. Two years, I have dodged COVID, like yep. you know the the Neo Matrix <laughs> gif you've seen with the bullets stopping and everything. And I was starting to think I was, you know, God tier, you know, like yeah. immune. Like even the vaccine, you're like, dude, this just this, this yeah, I'm fine. I never yeah. got sick. <laughs> like you, I stopped. It. I stopped wearing a mask. I was in yeah. crowds and everything. Just like, come on, come on. I Come really on, hope COVID. that's a lie. <laughs> You're not just You know, I'm I'm <laughs> acting like, yeah, you can't touch me because I'm vaxxed, I'm boosted. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Yep. Then I get COVID. Yeah. Um Omicron variant, mm-hmm. as I understand it, because I did my research, because it did not make any sense. Because what do you hear? Omicron is it's more um uh infectious but but sure. not as you know it's milder it's milder it's not as bad milder like, to yeah. the vaccinated they were saying so yeah. yeah i don't know if that's just like well you hear get us vaxxed or whatever but yes it was yeah supposed you to be less you hear those <laughs> details like that it was right. like oh, it's not that bad of course mm-hmm. they were saying that with the delta and then the original it was just like that's ah, not that bad it's, it's just like getting sick right you know, even though people are dying in hospital it's not that bad right not that right. bad uh, apparently Omicron has 46, count them, 46 mutations mm-hmm. rendering antibodies ineffective. Now, how did I get Omicron? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. I don't think this was me being arrogant, you know, like I was yeah. being, honestly. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, that was just tempting fate. Sure. I honestly believe, because even, even as... I was being kind of, you know, like, you can't judge me. I was still aware of of my surroundings and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I truly believe that I got COVID from someone at work who decided mm-hmm. to use my desk, my workspace, my personal workspace as their break area uh, on yeah. night shift. Because apparently you can't have personal space. Apparently this big break room... 
mm-hmm. that they're supposed to use is not good enough anymore. They well, have they to want use... a smaller space that they can hide from other people, apparently. And yours uh, yeah, just look apparently. perfect. Yeah. My desk. And while that may seem <laughs> paranoid, I further have proof, <laughs> as far yeah. as I'm concerned, that that is true because the office secretary who sits right beside me got uh-huh. it the exact same time. Oh, the boy. exact same day her symptoms started, we were at the same amount of time. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. I honestly, well, I mean. You can. We can, but yes, <laughs> we're not in this case. Right. So to the asshole who probably doesn't listen to our show, but by the off chance that you do and you're sitting at my desk, I will stomp your ass if I ever find out who you are. <laughs> This is a fact. Better stay out of there. Start setting up cameras. Like little... uh, And look. Friendly booby traps, you know. And look. (laughs) Vaccinated, boosted. I got through COVID. Okay. Uh, It was... It felt like a cold, you know. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't want to dismiss... Any, like, this is my experience. Right. You know, if someone else has, has had it and they went through hell, I, mm. you know, I, I hate it for you. I really do. And I am I'm hate anybody who catches this mess, mm. you know, that, that you have to go through this. I thought I had a cold because it's that time of year. I had yeah. a little scratch in the throat. And I was like, oh, man, here, here we go. You know, yeah. it's that time. So I just kind of took it easy. Uh the the Sunday when it was starting to kind of creep up on me. Mm-hmm. And then Monday, I just felt drained. And I was like, all right, well, it's a cold. I'll just, I'll sleep it off. Mm-hmm. Tuesday rolls around and I'm still just not having it. And I was like, ah, man, do I really want to call out of work again a second day for a cold? Yeah. And I thought, all right, one more, one more day. And I was planning on going back to work Wednesday, despite how I was going to feel. Mm-hmm. But then a fever crept up on me. And then that, to me, was a red flag. Because I was like, I never get a fever with a cold. Hardly ever have right. I ever seen myself with a fever and a cold. And I was like, uh, okay. Plus, there were night sweats I was having. And that yeah. was a little oddity, you know, because I was like, night sweats? So the fever, and even talking to you, you were just like, you know, you might want to go get checked. It, you yeah. know, just I had been reading Omicron. I'd been presenting <clears throat> like a cold. And my sister-in-law literally just got it like a week before you said you were feeling kind of poopy, maybe a week or two before. And you guys were describing the same thing. Uh, That's why I was like, maybe you should check. Yeah. Just to be sure. And and that's kind of where I was. I was just like, all right, you know what? I'll go. If I don't have COVID, if I just have a cold, uh, then I'll just... I'll, I'll deal with it. You know, I'll mm-hmm. figure out how to, to deal with it in my own way or whatever. But sure enough, uh, doctor says, yeah, you got COVID, uh, probably Omicron. And she said, just, you know, you're going to have to stay out of work and do all that mess. So, and yeah. Wait till the fever breaks. Yep. And, and apparently the rules have changed a little bit because I mm-hmm. remember it was like 14 days quarantine, can't do anything, yada, yada. Sure, yeah. As, as we've learned more about it, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully we would learn better practices. Yeah. It's a new thing, people. So don't be surprised when things change. Just be willing to learn the new information and take it as it comes. 
But she she said, you know, or the note she gave me, it was just like, you know, five days quarantine as long as uh, like on the fifth day, fever free. And then you can come out of quarantine, but still wear a mask for five days after. Sure. And day five was supposed to be Friday and my fever hadn't broken. And I was, you know, if you've had to do quarantine, for those of you who did 14 days, you know, my yeah. sympathies because day five, I mean, don't get me wrong. I had stuff to do. It's not mm-hmm. like I was locked in a room with no access to anything. I had video games. I had TV. I just didn't mm-hmm. feel like playing video games for one. Mm-hmm. And I did, I did like on like day five, I think it was, uh, I tried because I felt like my brain needed stimulation. Just something to focus on. Yeah. Yes. Because watching TV and stuff like that, it was just like... Like, I'm watching it, but I'm just kind of drifting in and out of it. And I just, I couldn't focus. And I felt like my brain needed something. Mm-hmm. And so I tried that. And that helped a little bit, but it still wasn't enough. And it was still just being trapped in this room. Yeah. And I, Saturday, luckily, the, the fever seemed to have subsided. Sunday, I snapped. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was just like, I can't do this. Because not only was I uh isolated but i was home alone you know macaulay culkin style there was nobody here i couldn't communicate with anyone outside of a text right and it's lonely you know i mean even being isolated is lonely enough but if you had someone in the other room that you can kind of communicate to even though but they're there but i was alone you know and that just made it 10 times worse so sunday uh for those of this, I know this is an audio medium, but uh, a week ago, uh, I had a beard and a full head of hair. Uh, Sunday, <laughs> that changed immediately because I went on like a full-on cleaning spree of the house. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, like I felt dirty. Like even yeah. though I'd I'd been washing daily. And trying well, you to still want to be sure before, like your family comes home, and yeah, and and that not, was, you know. and I know hair follicles. I hadn't heard anything about COVID creeping in hair follicles, but it was just like something mentally in my head. It was just like everything's got to go, everything's got to be clean. Yeah. So, like, even like the beard, I was just sitting there thinking, like, what if it's just like lurking in right. my beard from when I kept I'm, sneezing? Yeah. It's right. Yeah. So I just I couldn't take it. So it was just like everything's got to go. Uh, everything's getting washed. Everything's getting like super hyper cleaned mm-hmm. with the bleach and the, the disinfectants and everything. So the house is very clean, save for like a few rooms that, you know, I was not in. It was just like the primary rooms that I was really in. Uh-huh. Uh, all my sheets, all my clothes, everything. Yeah. Super clean. And even after that, after I had it clean, I was very precise about what I was doing. I was like, don't touch this. Dance around this. Ah, right. Because ah. I didn't want to ruin it. I was like, it looks so pristine. Right. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm going to get, you know, spread it a little bit more. So I was very cautious about what I touched. There are a couple and, of masks while you're cleaning. So yeah. You're, and I did. affect your area. I did do that uh, a few. It was weird, you know, because I've never worn a mask around the house. But I thought, mm-hmm. I don't want, because my daughter Piper, she's kind of in and out, you know, 18 mm-hmm. years old and got her own little life so she's not present around the house uh i didn't want to 
possibly infect her, mm-hmm. you know, or, yeah. or just like even a trace. Like if it was just at the refrigerators, like every time I sure. go out there, I had my disinfectant, get what I needed, spray it and take off. And I would also keep the mask on just for certain things. But uh, mm-hmm. I got through it. And well, I'm glad you're better, man. Yeah. And, and Sunday, you know, that when I said that, uh, you know, we had I had my breakdown because uh-huh. we were supposed to record last Sunday and it sure. was just it wasn't just that it was just like mentally I wasn't there for it and I'm sure and that I had still a lot think to do that's fair yeah like you need time you're sick everything yeah and, just it's okay and I would say that the my my energy levels I would say it's getting better but I still don't feel a hundred percent you know but you've not had any breathing problems or anything right that's mm-hmm. always my concern with this. I've heard Omicron doesn't, but still, I. Well, what concerns me about it is, you know, people say breathing problems. I've noticed, and and I don't. I'm not saying this to be like, uh, I do have breathing problems, but I've just mm-hmm. I've noticed on occasion deeper breaths a little bit more frequently. Like, it's not like I can't breathe, but I've noticed for the last two weeks, I just kind of catch my breath a little deeper. Like, sure. I'm not sure yeah. what that is. But the funny thing about it is the doctor did the full workup, the ears, nose, mm-hmm. lungs, and all that. She said I was clean. She's like, you you don't have any congestion. You don't have any redness. You don't have anything to suggest that you're in bad shape. Well, maybe it's just being sick makes your body feel under a lot of strain. Mm-hmm. So even doing small things feels kind of tough and right. hard and maybe you're just kind of like because it was just a little more taxing for your body to do so maybe maybe it was just that yeah maybe but i'm through it i'm i'm i am Thank feeling God. much better yes uh to you know whatever that's worth <laughs> but you know uh all of you out there i'm i'm telling you what i'm doing and i would recommend you do the same if you've been vaccinated if you've been boosted uh and you feel like you're invincible i would recommend putting that mask back on go back to the way things were because i've gone back to wearing a mask well full time i think it just depends on the messaging going to wherever you live because like here where i live we never stopped doing any of that Mm. masks were always still required um especially inside you know, uh, so it's just it's it's interesting just to see how every location's treating it just a little bit differently. Yeah. Um. So yeah, when I'm listening to you explain that, I'm like, that's weird because like here, we never stopped. I think there was what like a brief two weeks we went without a mask because we were like, oh, if you're vaccinated, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And so we had like that brief two weeks where we were all like, oh really? Well then, okay. And then after that, they were like, oh, JK. And we're like, oh. And so then we put them right back on. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, what it is around here is that you have all these establishments who have signs that say masks are required. And, and then the employees aren't a, even wearing them. Yeah. No. You have people walking through. You have, uh, like, less than half of anybody in these establishments wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So people don't care. And, and no, worst- I know I'm in an unusual situation because, like, I just traveled over to, uh, over January to go see my sister hmm. and went through, like, Missouri <clears throat> and went through to Arkansas and went through Texas and went through all those. Yeah, where I live, it's a pretty much an exception. Yeah. As but soon I- as I got out of the city, if I saw one, it was rare. 
Well, the worst part about it is around here is I think you have certain people, and I won't say all, but I feel like there are some people who want to do the right thing, Mm -hmm. but they know where they live and they're afraid of, uh, you know, hurting feelings. Like my job, for example, I honestly feel like, I mean, it's daily, you know, we have three employees tested positive. We have four employees tested for positive. We have seven employees. 14 was one day. 14. And yet they're not changing policy. If they're worried that people like me are going to be upset because they're saying, put your mask back on the people who got vaccinated. We're okay with it. We were, I'm going to say it. We're smart enough (laughs) to go get the vaccine Mm -hmm. that if you tell me to put my mask back on, okay. If that's going to temper what's going on around here, fine. Tell us to put our mask back on. I think if you're in a small space that has no ventilation like that, you should just be doing that, honestly. Mm -hmm. But Well, I thought my desk was a safe space, but clearly it wasn't, so. No. (sighs) But... Well, I'm glad you're better. Well, thank you. Everyone, you know, be safe, be healthy. Yes. Keep your mask on. Be aware. Uh, Let's try to get this over with already, because I'll admit I'm over it. So over it. Mm. I'm so over it. It's been so long. Yeah, it's... Uh, But just because I'm over it doesn't mean I've decided to just pretend like it doesn't exist and go about my life as normal. Like, like some. So I understand we're all over it. But why keep it going longer than it needs to? Yeah. All it would take is just everybody in this country, around the world, get vaccinated. And, you know, it would have been done with this much sooner. Quit spreading around. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, truly believe that. and I'm sure we made it just way easier sounding. But I think that would have helped a lot more of the mutations not being able to take hold as well as they had. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm no scientist. Yeah. I trust them, though, because they've had the education. I have not. So, Mm -hmm. yes, I trust them more than, you know, my buddy who read something on Facebook. I mean, and even uh, furthermore, uh, with regards to to, uh, scientists and and, and, um, the vaccine and everything like that, I I understand that some people can't get the vaccine. Okay, so don't don't. That's why I kind of feel like it's a moral obligation to be helping those who are immunocompromised or little Mm. babies who aren't ready for a vaccine yet or any of that. Like, yeah, but I feel like that's been the case with every vaccine we've had. I think we've all just gotten too secure in that because we've never really had this kind of an outbreak in our own lifetime. So, you know, we've just kind of treated a lot of our endemic stuff like, well, we've just it's just how it is. Right. That's just life. So. I mean, even wow. my nephew, about the time that I had COVID, I found out he got it. And, you know, he's he's an infant. You know, he can't. He's oh not God. even a year old yet. And yeah. he got the Omicron. He got it from daycare. And there's nothing Is you can do okay? about that. Oh, yeah. He's he's perfectly okay. fine. They said he, he, you know, had his first rough couple of days. And then he bounced back. Aww, so he's, they he's doing They can't even right. understand what's happening, man. But, you know, look at it like this. I mean, maybe... He, he, you know, his his antibodies will just Maybe. kind of fuel it up, and then he'll be like super immune to COVID. Wouldn't that be amazing? Would that that would be nice until we get a new one? <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, <laughs> new so mutation. What, 
Yeah, what are we going to name the new mutation? Because we've had... Oh, I think they're going through the Greek alphabet is what it is. So I think we as a human race get an achievement if we make it all the way to the the end. So what's next? Beta, gamma? The alphabet, like in order. So whatever, I guess... And there may already be several named. We just haven't talked about it because it hasn't been moved around a lot. Right, right. We've had the A through O or whatever O is. I'll be honest. I I should look it up. I probably speak it stupid. I don't I don't speak the language. So I apologize. But there's a lot more variants in there we haven't discussed because they just hadn't really done much of nothing. You know, like even the first one, we were just like, it's COVID. And then it was Delta. Well, there were still four before that. And then. There's a lot of COVID mutations and stuff That's like true. that in the world. Hey, like I said, but, 46 earlier. So yeah. I think they ran out of letters in the alphabet pretty quick. <laughs> well, there might just be like one spike off or something. However, they could decide it looks different from the original in this case, sure. I guess. <clears throat> Listen to us, science. Yeah, we are sciencing so hard right now. We're so sciencing, but I'm glad you're better. Well, thank you. I'm going to shift gears. I want to talk about a few things. Uh, just you know, briefly touch on some things that I'm, I'm kind of proud of that I've been mm-hmm. doing. Uh, I think I mentioned early uh, last year before we, we signed off that I'd been mm-hmm. learning uh, ASL. Yes. And I'd been learning Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, ASL, I won't say is taking a backseat. I feel like I've, I've focused a little bit more on Japanese because uh, it's gotten... A little bit more complex, mm-hmm. and I'm still in the early, uh, I guess, lessons, as, as you yeah. would call it. I did not realize, and I know it, I should have, mm-hmm. but, oh my God, the amount of voc- uh, not words, characters that uh-huh. Japanese has, there was like 45 uh, hiragana, which are characters. Uh-huh. Then there was another thirty-five to forty-five. Wow, katakana. Yeah. I knew it's one of the uh, oh, definitely a more complicated language to learn if it's not your first or like most mm. of those because, well, all of it's different. Even the tone, the inflection, the yeah. accent to make it sound you know like it's a it's a different tone than we have in our language at all. You know, yeah. And then after you have those, and by the way, keep that in mind, hiragana, katakana, they are essentially two versions of the same vocabulary. So you have one character in hiragana that means one thing, and you have one character in katakana that means the exact same thing, but they're two different ones. So it might be more specific, huh? Uh, It seemed to be like this was old style, this is new style. Uh, Oh, like slang maybe? maybe How a little we bit do it yeah or, okay or well, you any language i say we like we're the center of the universe good god but right yeah and then, so slang and then they utilize i think katakana if i'm remembering this correctly i'm sure someone more educated on the subject might remember better than me but i'm trying to keep a lot of these lessons in my head right the katakana is used for more proper more uh non-Japanese words. Oh, that makes sense, because I know they're definitely more respectful like with classes and things like that in their culture, so that would yeah. make sense. And then you have what I'm learning now, kanji. Kanji mm-hmm. is what we see more than most as far as characters go in uh, you know, billboards, signs, things Maybe like that. Maybe more common 
language yeah, or something. They it's they said it's kind of a combination of Chinese characters uh, and then Japanese characters kind of put their own little spin on it with their own inflections, their own language oh, and things like that. Okay. You this is what <laughs> before they started the lesson they threw this out there just you know make you aware they said um to fully read a newspaper in japan you would need to know uh over 2000 kanji and i'm like holy shit so i've not i've not even scratched the surface yeah no i know it takes a long time man i feel like i'm doing better reading it right now than i am uh like if I if you were to say hey say this I would have mm-hmm. to sit here and think on it now if I had sure. a sentence in front of me I could probably read it like that that's kind of like how I am with Spanish for some reason if I see it written down then I'm like oh sometimes yeah. it'll click with me but not necessarily hearing it because someone who's really good at it will breeze through mm-hmm. and I might miss some stuff and in even hearing it you know like mm-hmm. they'll have little audio clips where you can kind of listen to someone saying something it's like hey what are they saying and you're just like da, 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 da. and mm-hmm. I'm instead of understanding the full sentence I'm picking up on words so it's just like I'm grabbing this word that word that word and I'm structuring the sentence based on what I heard and I was like oh okay I know what you're saying And Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's how some people translate, like if that's how they work. But again, I I understand I'm not even that deep into this. Like I have a two year plan. So I'm I'm not even anywhere near where I could be in two years. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to keep that in mind as I'm doing this, because even as I'm looking at it, even as I'm studying it, I, I notice that I'm picking up on stuff. I notice that I'm retaining certain knowledge, but then some things are still kind of, you know, like even certain uh, characters I'll look at and I, I'll struggle with because I'm like, I know I know what that is. But for some reason, I cannot associate it with something. And then there's others I can look at and immediately know what it is because I've associated something with it. And it's, well, it's it a different clicks. key. It's a different way that we describe things, you know. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense keep with it and even yeah and and speaking it like you said different ways of saying stuff i have to like you uh there's a two characters that's almost used exclusively in any sentence that i've noticed and it's de and su okay Okay. and it's almost like if you're saying um uh i'm trying to think of something like i speak japanese you know, you'd be like, mm-hmm. uh, "See, I'm going to try, and I'm going to find." I I can't even think of the this word for speak. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, de or yeah, de and su, but mm-hmm. if you put it together, you say this. There's no su. It's this, mm-hmm. and and sometimes you visualize it as saying de su, but you don't say that. And that's another thing, too, about how they pronounce things is you, you have to v- be very specific about how certain things just roll off your Oh, your I'm tongue. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's fluid. It's mm-hmm. great. But mentally, you're looking at it one way saying, Desuka. <laughs> and then they're like, Diska. And I was like, oh, okay. I got it. We're trying yeah. trying to say everything and hit it all very hard. Yeah. They just, yeah. you know, right. blow through well, it. 
but hey, they, they, it's it's a work in progress. I'm I'm really working on it, and I'm hoping at some point I can be very fluent and I can come on here and say, um, "Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo," and in Japanese, wouldn't that be amazing? And that then we get a whole nice. new audience. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I mean, they'd understand half the pod. Yeah, and I would have no idea what you're saying, and you would nope. know both. So it could be an interesting blend one day. Yeah, we could. Or I just be, keep responding to what I think you said. It could and then be, anyone who speaks both languages could be like, wow, this was like the most horrible conversation because nothing makes sense. It could be like how they used to film uh, certain Japanese monster movies back in the 60s and 70s where like you'd, have an, you'd have an American actor and he'd be speaking English and then you'd have a Japanese actor speaking back to him in Japanese and you're like, what are you doing? But then you dub it over later just to kind of... <laughs> Oh, figure yeah. It. It's yeah, like, yeah. hey, this is for that person. This is for that person. Yeah. There you go. See? Yeah. And uh, one more thing. And I know everybody's excited. It's like, hey, this is a gaming podcast. Why aren't you I know. About 30 minutes in. We'll have to put like a little disclaimer at the top. Like, you could skip if you want. I, I knew this was going to happen. By God, we haven't ta- we haven't spoken to each other like this in, in over a in month. In a long time. Yeah. I mean, we chat through text. It's not like we don't sure. ever talk. But... Yeah, I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, one last little thing I want to I want to be proud of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I think I have it written down here. I don't remember how long it's been that I've been on this journey, but uh, and I don't want to say that COVID was to blame. I was getting there. I think it just kind of pushed me there. I finally reached what is considered a healthy weight. Oh, like, well, congratulations. It was my my goal in my app, and it was like, what's, what's the ideal weight you want to be Your at? Your height and yeah. bone structure and all of that. I science. just figured, yeah, I just figured, okay, well, you tell me what my ideal weight is, what was not considered overweight anymore, and then that's what I set it at, and mm-hmm. uh, I've uh, finally Look at you, it. skinny. Yeah. I mean, tr- hey, I'm... It took me, I mean, I could tell over the last several years quite a bit. Even when I saw you over the summer, I was like, man, you really and, have. And you know what? What's funny about that is I am now 30 pounds lighter than I was when you saw me. Wow. See, I felt even over the summer you were, you were, you had to be about there. Mm-hmm. So don't keep going though. We don't want it, We don't no, want you no. to disappear. No, I'm, I'm actually, I'm so happy uh, yeah, about it because, be. uh, it's something I've been maintaining. It's not like I had this moment where I started down this road and mm. then I hit a wall and started going back up. Yeah, I've still maintained uh, I've still maintained the idea of what I'm doing because I know when I tried this before uh, at one point, I had I had a struggle where it was just mm-hmm. like, I don't know, you know, and then I go back to this. I say well, it's for a the hard mo- adjusting to a new lifestyle. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say I don't want to say that I'm vegan or or vegetarian, but I do think that way. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm choosing my foods or I'm choosing how to prepare things. Uh that doesn't mean that if someone said, "Hey, you want a turkey sandwich?" Sure. You know. Right. I mean, I like turkey, you know, yeah. it's still good. But I don't go out of my way to eat it constantly. You I don't, don't build out... your entire meal around it. Right. And yeah. to to some degrees, I've even found um, 
certain uh, adjustments to certain things that I've done. Like one breakfast that I love, eggs, sausage, biscuits, you know, but it always gives me heartburn. Always has. Probably that sausage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Found some plant-based sausage, can have the same breakfast, no heartburn. And really? See, I think it was always the seasonings that gave it to me that makes sausage sausage. Then mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what it is. I genuinely think for me, there are certain foods that I can eat separately from something. But should I combine them with another thing? It's like it sets it's off this news. chemical reaction and causes the acid sure. and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I just I'm I'm so I feel good about that myself in some ways i say in some ways because uh how do i say this i feel like my body could physically look better (laughs) like Uh it's not perfect like i'm not a sculpted like a trim or like toning up or something i feel like yeah i could get there at some point Mm -hmm. i think that's my next goal is to tone my body and get rid of all the the little extra fats and whatnot uh but no, I'm the fact that I can. My clothes are saggy. Like I, I, sure. I have some pants that used to be so tight, and now mm-hmm. I feel like those I'm, are always the most exciting days yeah. when you could put on those old pair of pants again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine are back in the closet again. But I remember the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was nice. But just uh, you know, if if you any any of you out there have you know if you want to do that, if you have a, a goal in mind to do that. Don't don't sell yourself short on thinking it has to be done within six months or something like that. Like I said, I've been working on this for years now. Mm -hmm. I think it was 2019. I feel like that was right. That might be about right. I feel we went to one PAX. 2018. 2018 is when I started because uh, the TwitchCon we went to in San Jose. That's when I started down the road for that. Okay. I was going to say the last picture I remember seeing was when we were at the Sam Adams Brewery. Yeah. And I feel that's the last picture I have of us together where you were still on the heavy side. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and then it's just gone down since then. Yeah. And that's that's the odd thing about it, too, is looking at old pictures. Mm-hmm. And Your even, face, for sure. Yeah. It's a huge even, difference. Even if it wasn't... Like even if I was at a 190, I you know, I could just see how much, and I used to think that was a good weight for me, you know. Mm-hmm. But now it's just I'm not saying it's a bad weight. I just I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm happy with this. I'd like to maintain this. I don't want to yo-yo. Back I think up. you can. Yeah. I haven't seen you ballooning back and forth, so that kind of proves to me that you've been maintaining what you're doing. So just keep up what you're doing, and mm-hmm. it sounds. Like, you should be able to, to keep it off. I think so. I know we'll get older and you might have to trim some other things off because our bodies betray us. But mm-hmm. uh, I think you'll, I think I'll do good. I, I will say that what I like to do, and this is, again, something maybe motivation for people who want to try this. Uh, once you find what works best for you, uh, do know that you can have a few days that you can just kind of, you know. Take, take, do something for you because there are times I'll get a craving for something and be like, you know what? No, I want, I want this now. 
Do you it. Know? Yeah. I think that's the biggest downfall is people will allow cheat days and kind of undo their entire week. Yeah. I think if you allow yourself a little bit of a cheat, almost even every day, mm. you're less likely to want to binge on it when you do allow yourself to have it. And don't go nuts. If you want chocolate, yeah. go break off a couple of pieces of Hershey bar or something yeah. and just have it and then move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would probably help you maintain instead of constantly making you think it's the enemy it's the wrong thing and all that right. just allow a little bit and i'll even say and this and on. i i found this to be kind of interesting is i had like a moment where i kind of I, I had a craving for something sweet mm-hmm. you know you know and i was at the store the other day and i was like i'm gonna get some sweet you know i need i want a little sugar i haven't had anything sweet in a while i think i'm deserved a little something sweet especially after covid right and i went uh, and looked in the ice cream section and found uh, some dairy-free ice cream. And I thought, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab that pint. And I, yeah, I'm going to have that because I, I want mm-hmm. some ice cream. I haven't touched it. You know, it's by not the that, time you got home. You didn't yeah, I was just before. like, it, it was there. Like, the craving was there. And then it just kind of, you know, I haven't thought about it since. Good but for you. I probably would have been diving into it on the drive home. Yeah. I don't know why. It just, you know, it passed. Good so for you. keep in mind. Hey, let's talk about video games. Games? Is that what we do? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. No, we're going to talk uh, about video games. I, we're gonna all talk. of you siblings, if you've listened this long, thank you for sticking thank around. You. I know. Yeah. It's just sitting around a coffee table chatting with some old friends. Yeah. yeah I, we needed to get some stuff off our chest. And I wanted to talk about a few things. I wanted to just, I don't know. I needed to talk. And That's fair. Thank you for indulging. Uh, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? I will say off the start, though, I've been listening to some of the other podcasts, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to try my hardest to stop saying like for every freaking thing. I was driving myself nuts. How you all have been listening this whole time with that, I'm impressed. So if you hear me pausing, stopping, um, my brain is really trying to cut (laughs) it out, so I'm trying to not... You know, find the the real word I should be saying. So if I sound off today, that's why I've been trying to knock that out. I don't know how I got in that bad of a habit. So it's easy. If if it sounds like I'm pausing a lot, I probably am to try to not make that a filler word anymore. So with that in mind, <laughs> moving on. Uh, what have I been playing? Well, RimWorld has taken over my life, and I'm not sure it's healthy anymore. Mm-hmm. As, a, a, as, a, as a game that you're playing just as a hobby, just as fun, it's almost become my full-time job. So I need to uninstall it and walk away is what I need to do. But I, I keep getting addicted to just starting a new settlement. I'll get rolled. I'll eventually die because I keep trying the permadeath option and I don't know why. I'm not I'm not mentally stable enough to accept something is just gone. Hmm. I need to be able to restart. So I really should just play my games with the ability to reload anytime because I'm one of those garbage people who will try to hurry up and force it close. Don't save that death. I want them back. So yes. That's what I've been doing is just constantly rebuilding new RimWorld people because I still haven't been able to get to the end where I've built the ship and we get out of there. Something always happens to where I lose a bunch of people. We die. They get kidnapped. Mm -hmm. 
I watched one get kidnapped last night and I was trying to get my other pawns to go after him. I'm like, go, he's your, he's your healer. Go get him. And the stupid thing was just faster than my pawns. It got off the map. Oh my gosh. (sighs) So out of rage, I shut that one down for a moment. Okay. I needed a moment to get over their death because they were making me masterworks in legendary furniture and clothes. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and these stupid raiders just stole them. And I don't know where they are anymore. They're gone forever. But not for broadcast, though. Yeah. Dropped their content for the last. So it's fully out now, everybody. Start to end. Your entire story is there. It's... Full release now, so no longer in early access. Uh, So intense how it ended. Well, I still have to go back and play the other one because there's there's more than one ending. It just depended on who you sided with or not at all in this crazy dystopian universe that they've created. Um, My gosh, though, it is intense. It was so intense. you know me. I love this game. Go buy it. Go support this team. It's just such a fun, unique way to do a game that oh, I can't stop singing its praises. It's really good. I hope they come up with some more really cool stuff like that. But yeah, so you got whole thing. Whole thing's out now. I got okay. more, forty like 20-something more achievements now I have to get, which is first game I had them all. Then they put out new content, put out new achievements, and now I'm behind again. But uh Yeah. So that's been my life. Rimworld, not for broadcast, work. I need I need more hobbies. Yeah. I mean, it sounds fun. Well, <laughs> just saying. It's just pitiful. But anyway, what have you been playing over the break? Well, I got into I don't remember what I was playing before we went on break, but during the break, I uh, well, I'll say this from for starters before I get into the other one. Uh, during COVID, you know, mm-hmm. in my my isolation, I discovered a YouTuber by the name of Big Action Bill, and okay. he did these very extensive um, deep dive documentary style videos about mm-hmm. um, Godzilla movies. And like he did, I mean, these were like some real deep, deep, you know, information that I I didn't know about. So I thought it was pretty cool. And -hmm. so I would lay in bed listening to those, just let them play and just kind of help me get through it. Because of that, it got me into like, oh, Godzilla, I want to watch Godzilla movie. And then I was like, I want to play Godzilla. So I fired up Godzilla on PlayStation 4 again. Oh, nice. And, you know, there was still... There's still a platinum out there for it that I've been trying to achieve because it was one of those grindy. Had to things. collect a bunch of things or something. You have to max out every monster, and to do uh. that, you have to. Each monster has their own evolution points, so you have to play to earn their evolution points separately. Mm-hmm. And then there's a separate uh, things that you get like cells for the monsters that you'll get once you beat a monster. Mm-hmm. So. Evolving them requires having all the right pieces, all the right amounts of evolution cells and so lots of and, work. Yeah, it was just like, oh my god! So when I had to stop because it was like, I just can't do this. But mm-hmm. watching all those, you know, videos, I was just like, hey, yeah, I want to play. I want to play Godzilla. I want to. I want to kind of be in there. And, Weird where we get our inspiration from from yeah. time to time. Whatever. Yeah. So 
I've been doing that. I haven't, I, I'm getting there. I mean, I, I'd say that I've maxed out a few monsters, but I'm still several monsters away. So sure. I've just been kind of off and on playing it. It's like, uh, what do I have time for? Uh, okay, I'll play this. Uh, if I don't have time or if I'm feeling like, don't really feel like playing it, I'll just be like, eh, you know, whatever. But mm -hmm. I've been playing that and then uh, rotating that with No Man's Sky. And oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I am... Way back in it, eh? I am so in it. Like, okay, so I started playing it on the PlayStation 5. I had a file there. And this is what's really messed up about it. Uh, I had a file on the PlayStation 5 that I was playing. And then Katrina was watching me play. Uh, and she was like, oh, I want to play too. You know, can you? so we did like multiplayer. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and started playing together and doing stuff, you know, side by side. And at some point we diverged. And I'm in this one system. She's been in another system, but we're still kind of communicating, talking to each other about what we have. We've also been helping each other build um, our exosuits because, okay. you know, we get the drop pod stuff. And it's like if we find one, we drop a uh, like a, a beacon or something like that. It's like, hey, I got a drop pod over here if you want to come get it. And then fly over there, grab it, and move along. So we've kind of mm -hmm. been building our suits up, which has been awesome because I'm like one slot away from having all my slots for my suit nice but i've i've spent so much time in the playstation 4 mm -hmm. that i've forgotten about my playstation 5 file oh, wow and so oh. much <clears throat> yeah. yeah so if i could roll it over but i'm afraid that if i do that that i can't get it back on the playstation 4 you know what i mean yeah this i do not know it's it's uh, because I'm sure the PlayStation the PlayStation Five it runs you know smooth it's gorgeous I had been playing it in the bedroom on the PlayStation Four but oh my God how slow that fucking machine is well because, now you're so used to the five oh, yeah and oh, yours was the pro I yeah. would love for you to check out mine yeah we still had the OG. Ooh. My God, I, we never upgraded the PS4 from the um, first version. Well, the the biggest issue, I mean, there there's it can be a little glitchy at times mm -hmm. uh, on the PlayStation 4 Pro, but the the one thing that I noticed, like where it really just sunk in, is you can have uh, teleporters now, to mm -hmm. where you know if you build a base, you can have a teleporter, you can bounce from there to a star system or to wherever wherever you have a teleporter, mm -hmm. and you go through a teleporter and it's just like at least a minute, if not longer, of just going through this teleporter going, okay, okay, okay. I'll get there eventually. I'll get there eventually. Mm -hmm. PlayStation 5, boom, 10 seconds, tops. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. oh, my God. That was so, the first thing the hubs noticed, too, when he popped in No mm -hmm. Man's Sky for the first time on PS5. He had been so used to just setting it down and walking away to come back for it to finish loading up the world. Yeah. Couldn't do that anymore. Mm. You better be ready when you sit down. So what I did <laughs> is I got so, like once I got was free of quarantine, I still wanted to play. So mm. I went to the PlayStation 5, downloaded the PlayStation 4 version of the game, and then just uploaded my file on there through cloud saves. Wow. And I was Smart. like, all right, I guess I'm just going to play it, the PlayStation 4 version because I've done so much in that file. It should still load up fast on the 5, though, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it's just I'm playing the PlayStation 4 version on the 5, so I have the speed 
Gotcha. I just, I'm afraid to roll it over to the PlayStation 5 and then lose that progress. Uh, like, I can't get it back to go on the 4. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, know, I don't know if, if I it would can go do back that. to 4. Right. I feel you can go from 4 to 5. Yeah, I don't know if it would go backwards, though. Right. So, I'm... I'm Never tried it. I have committed so much time... And I say, like, I've been playing it 100 hours. I have not. It's been, like, 50 at most. That's still enough time to not want to lose. Yeah. Oh, everything that I've done, I have a a huge base. Like, there was a uh, planet. No, it was a moon, matter of fact. I found a very habitable moon. Didn't have, you know, acid rain or or toxic environments or whatever. It was a very nice, tropical place. Habitable place. place. Yeah. Yeah. I found this nice flat surface on top of like a, a, a mountainous area, and I thought mm-hmm. oh, this is a good place for a base. So I just kind of leveled it out a little bit, built a small little base, and now it's grown to such a massive size. I have a vault that I built, and I'm I'm so excited about it, uh, about what I did with it, and I'm sure. going to expand on it because uh-huh. as I was building it, I didn't quite have a structure in mind, and now that I'm looking at it, I'm like. I need to work on this structure a little bit. You know, it's starting to get a little wonky, but we'll we'll get there. I'll figure it out. But you walk in and there's just like storage containers wall to wall. And that's where I'm putting uh-huh. all my extra stuff. So I have one vault for elements, one vault for gases, one vault for agriculture. Sure. I, I'm, I'm making use of everything. Got organization. Yeah. I've got a botanical mm-hmm. garden. See, that's what I would get addicted to, was uh, 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 the the collecting and, uh, yeah, Yeah. making my base. Once you start, well, now I could just, well, I could build this, Mm -hmm. and then then off you go. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and they they keep missions going. I mean, there's so many missions, not just main missions, side missions, all the things Mm -hmm. you can do just to kind of keep it varied. Furthermore... Right near, like a minute, I don't even think it's a minute, uh, just like right across the way, mm-hmm. I found a settlement, which I am now in charge of. Ooh. So now there's, I, I get to go there, and mm-hmm. they're just like, hey, the, the citizens are happy, or the citizens need something, what are you going to do? And when I got there, they were in like dire straits, so much mm-hmm. debt. So I put my foot down, I'm being like the uh, the boss around there, and it was like, look, you don't need a bar. You don't need a dance hall or all this crap. You need to get your you know, production up. So we're going to work, and we're going to get this <laughs> place up and running. And then when you have profit, then we'll talk about you know adding recreational activities. But your asses yes, need boss. to get to work. Yeah. Yes, boss. So I've been taking care of that settlement, taking care of my own base, doing side missions. I have two ships now. Okay. I have a... Ship that I use for, you know, regular travel from going here, going there. Then I have a starship. Look at you all fancy. Yeah. I have a starship that I'm building to be my primary attack ship. So if I'm going after pirates or something like that, Uh whip out my ship. And, you know, that's that's my my gunner ship, so to speak. I got a freighter. Huge freighter. Huge fleet. I'm -hmm. I'm just... You're just living the high life right now. There's just so much to do now. So many things that I'm I'm mm-hmm. sitting here juggling, and I just love it. And I finally Good. have money. I had damn near 17 million units the other day. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I got some money. But uh-huh. what did I do? I went and spent it. Wise investment, mind you. I spent it all on 
extra frigates, frigates, frigate. I don't know. I said frigate. <laughs> frigates for my fleet so that they can go earn me more money. There you go. So I have a it's huge, a racket. Yeah, I have a huge armada right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm loving it. If anybody out there plays No Man's Sky, or if you've been talking about it, let's let's join up. Crossplay. There's crossplay now. I don't know if oh, you knew this. I because did not. No. We went into the space. There's a place called the Space Anomaly. It's like a hub, mm-hmm. and it's where you can buy a lot of extra stuff like base building tools and upgrades for all your tools and suits and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But while I was in there, I noticed everybody had an icon next to their name. One was like the PlayStation logo. Mm-hmm. Another was an Xbox controller. Okay. One was a little mouse and keyboard kind of looking thing. And I was like, holy mm-hmm. crap, crossplay. So Look at all of us. Yeah. If you have No Man's Sky, you want to get back into it? You want to play with somebody? I'm your guy. You know, you can come hang go. out in my base and I can help you out. There you go. You know, I would love to play with other people. I think it would be fun. Yeah. I don't have a character, but the hubs might. Hey. I don't know that he's finding anything else to do at this point. Because I think he has legit maxed ah, and his stuff. you know I might get even told me that he doesn't know what to spend money on anymore. But he bought something the other day and then ended up being upset. Oh, bobbleheads! I guess yeah. that you can put on your ship eventually. You what? can collect them or buy them. So since he had money to spend without mm-hmm. any real reason to spend it, he thought I'll collect all of those. And so he got one, and it's there, and it's bobbling around. Well, when he got the other one, it replaced it, and he was pissed because he wanted to have them all lined up. So I think that uh, put a pin in that idea. Okay. Hmm. Now that he knows he can't just have them all displayed on the um, dashboard, he no longer cares about collecting all of them. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, what I love about how I've all got it set up now is I noticed I have everything kind of close-knit. So everything mm-hmm. that I need to worry about, it's all together. Like I said, my, my base and my settlement are kind of nearby. I can mm-hmm. keep my frigate like right up in the sky. So like if I'm standing at my base, I can look up and I can mm-hmm. see it. So all I got to do is just hop in my ship and fly straight up and I can go in my frigate. And that's just amazing. And I finally yeah. got, um, and this is the dumbest thing because I've been wondering, you've seen those little uh, rovers or exocrafts or whatever, Mm-hmm. Little, you know, cars or whatever they say they call them, and they—I yeah, don't know what they're called, but I, it think was, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, part of part of one of their updates, and I kept wondering. I was like, when I, when I get mine, when I get mine, I've had the ability to do it. I just didn't realize yeah. it because all you had to do was build the the platform sure. for it, and then uh, boom. And I've had yeah. it. I just I thought I had to do something before I could build it, kind of like a sure. landing pad for your ship. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I bought one of those, and that's for your ship to come and land on near your base. Mm-hmm. But I thought this was the same thing. I thought, okay, well, I built that, and then I'll have to figure out how to, to get a ship or, or a car or whatever. No, mm-hmm. I've had it all. And now I've got a little one. I've got a hovercraft, and I've got this big, gigantic, colossus-looking tank. Yeah, and I'll have to send you pictures of my base because I'm just so proud of it. And even be. even then, I've... I, I've was sitting there thinking before I went to bed last night. I was like, you know what? I need to. I'm gonna tear down that wall. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna build this. And I'm gonna put that there. <laughs> like right and before I'm you're going re- to bed, yeah. you're thinking of all the decorations you want to do. That's I. I can empathize with that mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Just trying to trying to figure. I want it to look so much better. Like it looks good, but it could be better. I know it could look better. So I just need to work. Well, you'll on get it. on that. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about some news for at least yes. the last hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
heavy filter through. What do we want to chat about? Well, the big uh, stuff. Big stuff. Well, the big stuff. Man, I feel that's all we get <clears throat> anymore. Uh, so since we didn't really get to chat about it, I'm sure you and I have opinions on this. The whole Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. Uh, yeah. I'm sure everyone's probably fairly caught up now since this news was, what, at the time of this recording, at least a week or so ago maybe a week Mm. and a half at this point uh but i mean microsoft just be making it rain in the industry huh i mean we thought their last purchase with zenimax was an astronomical number in the billions and then they go and outdo it by like 60 billion more dollars like Mm. that oop i did it i caught myself so that's nuts (laughs) this is gonna be so hard to cut out (coughs) of my vocabulary uh yeah, $69 billion to acquire Activision Blizzard. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts with this, so I don't – I think it'll go through, but we're still going to have to wait till next year. Yeah. There's a lot of channels it has to go through beforehand. Do you think – and this is a question that I had. Do you mm-hmm. think that this deal or this acquisition would have happened – had it not had Activision Blizzard not been under scrutiny recently, you know, I was wondering that. I feel that probably helped. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and this could be completely my bias of just how garbage I think Bobby Kotick is. I I just I I already have that frame of mind, so I don't know that I could find any good reason why he would do it, but. I'm sure there's plenty of golden parachutes in place. Uh, this might have been the best thing to happen for him altogether. He might oh, yeah. end up better for it in the end, honestly. Unfortunately. Um, I don't know if they were wanting to swoop in and help or if they were just seeing a really good business opportunity due to all the bad PR and mm. thought this could really help them because this would beef up their game pass oh yeah ridiculously right which the way you're reading it supposedly is the the big reason we could beef up game pass we'll have all these other studios to put on the shelf along with the 23 others we have Mm -hmm. you know um I, i i just want it to be good for the employees sure them to be listened to them to get what they're demanding none of it's unreasonable not even a little bit so i'm just hoping that at least in the end that part of this whole situation will go away because they do sort of have a hands-off approach when it comes to i know there's been exceptions but kind of just letting them do their thing buying a thing that they already knew was successful had a good team had smart people and then here's just maybe some more money to make it better or (laughs) that's my hope. I think the one thing they should do immediately is clean house. Like, Oh, for sure. Anybody who's like Bobby Kotick and, and all the other garbage people who still have a job there, get them out, clean house. Get, I hope that's business one on day one that it's officially Microsoft. Yeah. Like get new management in there, people that they trust to write this or to not change how the games are being made, just how the employees are being treated. Right. Get rid of the problem areas. Right. Get rid of the people who weren't making the, uh, you know, filling out the correct paperwork for complaints. Get rid of. Yes. 
yes to everything you just said. I would, uh, the way it reads, Bobby Kotick is only supposed to be staying on through the end of the sale because, well, let's be real. He has so many ironclad contracts, I'm sure, with having mm. owned this company that even after they buy him, it might be a little hard to boot him. Supposedly, though, he's been coming out and saying he'll just step aside, although he keeps saying, oh, but I'll stay on as long as you think you need me. And in my head, I'm going, "They, we won't need you. Just, no. it's fine. We don't, we don't, they don't want you now. No, no one does. Yeah, so, it's okay, Bobby, just go on about your life and just get out of the, just let us not see you ever again. Sure. So that's the silver lining I'm hoping that at least comes out of this whole thing. It's just he's gone. It would be very unfortunate that no accountability will probably happen there. But mm-hmm. if, if it means it'll still just be for the greater good of more people, I hate to say it. Sometimes we might just have to accept that. But maybe if he's not attached, it'd be easier to go after him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't maybe. know law and all that. Maybe it would be easier. I don't know. You let me know, siblings. Do we have any law minds out there? Could, uh, could, could they finally make him pay his dues when he's not as attached to the company anymore? You know, and I know that um, one minor complaint, I consider it minor, it might be major for other people, but <clears throat> one complaint that I remember hearing when all this happened was like, well, uh, there goes all these great games at Activision Blizzard and uh, Microsoft's oh, yes. going to put them under a paywall and it's going to be exclusive mm-hmm. to Microsoft and Xbox and blah, 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 but blah, But my blah. PlayStation. That was what I was saying. Yeah. Me personally. But my Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, me personally, I, I was sitting there thinking, what do they have that I play? And I thumbed through and I said, nothing, not a thing. Yeah. So this doesn't affect th- me at all. A lot of these bigger <clears throat> acquisitions we've seen, I, I, I've had no skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, with Microsoft buying them, I've been fairly PC centric for the 90s. It's been more of a Christmas for Lace over here. PlayStation's yeah. putting on PC, Microsoft's grabbing more stuff. I'm starting to sit in a very nice position right now. I had the PlayStation to cover my exclusives, but I may not now. even need to do that. Yeah, now. Uh, so I'm just sitting back here smiling. Everything so far is coming up lace. Um, as far as games go, I'm not trying to say all of this treatment and everything for sure. But uh, as far as the games go, uh, it's more starting to come my way. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, looks like June-ish 2023 would probably be the earliest we would hear of anything solid being transferred over to hand. So you got a lot of antitrust laws to go through a lot of this, that, or the other. Um, so although I still don't I, – I think it'll go through. I feel like it would. Um, and then for those who were wondering, I do play my Call of Duty and I'm a PlayStation lover. What do I do? Well, they are honoring contracts, kind of how they did with Zenimax and Bethesda and all that. Um, now after that, I don't know. They're, they're, I think they're being a little vague on purpose, probably went into crunch numbers, see how much more it could bring to game pass and all of this. Um, but yes, if Call of Duty was already saying it was coming out for PlayStation 5, they will be honoring those contracts. Mm. So I don't know how many of you all have coming out. I feel like there's always a couple a year, but I'm probably wrong. No, it sounds about I know it. there's at least one a year, right? Yeah, at least. I, I feel like there's a Call of Duty every year. Anyway, 
speaking of, we also had uh, Raven Software, which is also part of the Activision Blizzard for their QA department. Most of us probably already knew they've been on strike for about five or six weeks. Um, TLDR following that whole move to Wisconsin and laying off half of the QA test, well, up to 12. I don't know if that department's flooding with hundreds of people. Um, they created uh, their union. We're kind of going to have to wait and see how this is going to shake out. And of course, with the timing of being uh, bought by Microsoft, uh, the timing's probably just a little up in the air. So I don't know what all the legalities of that will be. Um, I feel like you can't get rid of that. But I never dove in enough to fully understand the laws. And I'm sure every state has their own. Um, so wait and see. I mean, I'm happy for them that it seems like they were able to get at least a little bit of what they were trying to do. Um, and then there was one person, uh, this guy named Alex DuPont, who worked there, who helped lead up uh, part of the uh, protest or right. not protest strike. Um, he had his contract extended, but 12 of his friends were laid off. So he was helping out with that. Um, felt very confident with Microsoft taking over at this time, saying the same thing. He felt like he's seen them take more of a hands-off approach. So maybe it'll just be better for them at this time. So good for them. I hope it works out. Um, if nothing else, at least till the end of the sale for the people you're working for now. Yeah. Um, so congratulations on that. Uh, and then the last thing I have about Microsoft, it was just a Microsoft kind of a couple of weeks. Uh, they were investigated by the UK's Competition and Markets Authority into Microsoft's online subscription uh, Game Pass, their gaming service. Mm. Um, be making a few changes, but this does not sound uh, bad for us at all. It sounds really good for the consumer. Um, this organization, which I'll just call CMA for short, uh, the Competitions and Markets Authority, uh, discovered certain features about the auto-renewal as it was doing a wider investigation into online gaming just in general. Mm -hmm. So the concerns they brought forth was in its clarity about the auto-renew, ease of disabling it, uh, more upfront about how much it costs, when it comes out, things of that nature. Basically, uh, when customers keep services because they make stuff way too hard to cancel. I'm looking at you, AT&T. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we always end up paying for more because we know the has. Like, why do I have to call to cancel when you let me order everything? Just Whatever. The Hulu. Hulu. I'm on. Oh, no. I'm going to go on a rant real quick well, since you brought that shit up because this is the <laughs> dumbest shit. I've ever heard in my life, okay? I had to deal with Hulu for that exact same thing, okay? Get this. Yeah. Now, granted, I understand. I do understand part of this problem was my fault, okay? Okay. I got it. I, last year, I signed up. There was a deal. They were like, hey, one year Hulu. Uh, oh, yeah. Pay it, pay it up front. You were waiting for that to be up so yeah. you could go to the ad-free version. So they were just like, hey, and I didn't think about it. When I saw it, I thought, oh, you're offering me the thing I've got now, but I can oh, pay it all no. for a year? Great. And then I went, boom, here you go. Here's my money. And they were like, yeah, you paid for an ad-based Hulu plan for a year. And I was like, shit. So I went to see if I could change it. And we're like, no, no, no. Yeah. You're locked in for a year. So you're going to have to deal with that for a year. And I was like, all right, fine. I get it. I've already paid mm -hmm. for the year. Yeah. i got to deal with it for a year. Now subscription was coming up right it was coming yeah. to an end 
and they were just like, hey, uh, on this date, you're, you're going to be renewed, you know, for mm-hmm. X amount of money. So just so you know, and I was like, no, 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 we're going to we're going to cancel that right now. Yeah. So I started looking. It was like, make changes. <clears throat> no options to make a change. And I'm like, what oh, is yeah. going on here? Why can I not make a change? I could add stuff, mm-hmm. but to change my plan altogether? No, I can't do that. And They so, do it on purpose because yeah, they I, know the hassle is going to keep you from doing it. You'll just keep paying for a thing that you don't want. But I'm I'm willing to pay more <laughs> for a thing. That is weird It's in it's that so, case. Yeah. So I, I reached out to someone in customer service and I said, hey, uh, I just, you know, my, my subscription's uh, running out at the uh-huh. you know end of the month. I want to change over to an ad-free uh, plan. So if I could do that, you know, that's all I want to well, do. Yeah, and I, I don't yeah. see I don't see an option here. So she's like, okay, I'll help you out. And then we go through, okay, so, and I had already canceled it at this point. Like, hit cancel. Like, I'm just going to sure. cancel it. Because in my mind, I was like, screw it. I'll that just, way they won't take it out, yeah, hopefully. And I'll just cancel it, and then I'll renew it, whatever. And I thought, well, let me go through customer service, see if they could help me out. Ask her. She's like, so it shows that you're canceled right now. So uh, we're going to have to wait until all that goes through. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because I could go around there right now and click the button to just keep it going. So I went Mm -hmm. back on there, clicked it, and I said, okay, well, now I've fixed that. So can you do it now? She's like, no, we'll still have to cancel your subscription and then renew it. So do you want me to do that right now? And I was like, no, because that's what I was going to do in the first place. That's what you just told me was wrong. So if you can't help me do this, then why am I even talking to you? You know, you've just wasted my time. Why is this a hard thing to do? Why can't you just give me a button to change it? Because then they can keep taking your money. But it doesn't make sense. I want to pay more. (laughs) So I don't have to watch ads. I don't understand why these companies do what they do. And then they want you to talk to machines. So I don't think there's really thorough training for any customer service anymore. Because that's been my joke every time I called AT&T. The amount of times they'd have to transfer me around to people. I'm like, is there a department that knows how to do this? You start to wonder. What what is your training, AT&T? Do you bother? Or do you just need someone to answer the phone, frustrate them so much that they just go online anyway? Or Right. Well, hopefully you won't have to deal with this with Game Pass moving forward. So, uh, yeah, that was one thing that they were uh, looking into just because, you know, a lot of people were letting things just kind of go on auto pay because the hassle to cancel just became too great. That even when you sat down to think about canceling, you're like, do I really want to be here for two hours? So uh, they will be making changes. And what the nice thing is, is it will be uh, uh, international. So Mm. it's not just the UK since, you know, that was where the uh, initial investigation was. So uh, Microsoft will be having better upfront pricing, giving you more info about the membership, making it more clear that this is an auto renewal, how much it will cost, and how you, the customer, can get refunded for an accidental auto renew. Mm-hmm. Microsoft will contact already existing members that are on a recurring 12-month contract and give them the option to end their contract and claim a pro-rate refund. Uh, inactive members will be contacted by Microsoft if it hasn't been used in a long time, but are still paying. So they will remind how to stop the payments. And if they continue to not use their membership, basically Microsoft will just stop taking the payments, which any company that would be willing to do that. I know it took an investigation, but still, um, 
and then better information and transparency when price changes happen and make the notifications more timely and clear um, to give the customer time to either continue um, you know, or agree with a new price or just cancel hmm. without any hassle. So uh, sorry it took an investigation, but this all sounds like great things for the consumer right now yeah. to protect you from paying for a thing you just not have anymore or not using or you just forgot because it was a five-month payment. And most people these days, I'm sure, just don't balance checkbooks like they used to. We're not staring at everything coming in and out of our bank accounts anymore, which makes it a lot easier for us to be paying for things. Right. That we don't have anymore. But yeah, so moving forward, sounds good. Sounds good to me. All of those things for the customer. Hey, something a little more fun, maybe. More Star Wars. Did you see this? More Star Wars? More Star Wars games. I think as soon as EA was done with their stranglehold on this, they came out. Uh, so, I mean, we'd already heard about Quantic Dream with uh, with uh, Lucasfilms uh, mm-hmm. doing one um, along with, and then Ubisoft is doing one as well. Uh, but EA isn't stopping. Yeah. They're making a new one, uh, but it'll be with uh, Respawn again. So they'll be developing at least three more, it sounds like. Uh, maybe they'll be good now because there's competition, guys. But mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. People really like Jedi Fallen Order, right? That, that yeah, one went over pretty that well. That was good. Uh, so we all know Respawn probably already from Apex Legends or Titanfall. Of course, Fallen Order, I believe, was them as well here. So, uh, yeah, they're going to be making a trilogy collaborating with uh, a newly formed studio, Bit Reactor. Um, they, uh, their industry is helmed by Greg Forch. I hope I said that right, F-O-E-R-S-T-C-H. Um, he was associated with XCOM 2. So hmm. it sounds like a Star Wars strategy game. So you got Respawn and the XCOM 2 people. Kind of interested to see how this shakes out, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll be working with Lucasfilms as well. I feel <clears throat> I've seen Lucasfilms partnering with all of them that are doing Star Wars this far. So this will be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so let's wait and see what it comes along in further development. So it sounds like. That contract's done and everyone's doing Star Wars and EA's going to try to keep on doing it. And yeah. I, 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 fine. You might just have to up your game now that you're not the only game for Star Wars in town. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to a good Star Wars game. It's got to be something um, that keeps my attention. The last outside of Fallen Order, I tried playing Squadrons. And I think oh, that yeah. was a the EA game that multiplayer like four v four four like sort of. there was there's a, a you know single player story I it, it I didn't finish it I it okay. has not held my attention for some reason mm-hmm. you know it was just kind of like eh, you know what happens not yeah. your style of game uh and then hmm, let me look at the time. I don't want to end on a non-fun story. Well, you know what? I should anyway. It's important. So uh, Ubisoft, unfortunately, uh, if anybody's been following them, um, have also been waiting for any kind of answer from their boss overlords about any of the demands that they have made long before we found out about the Activision Blizzard. Hmm. Insert whatever word you want to use for it here. Um, There was a little bit of a development for their Singapore office. Um, that I also had made uh, complaints of a toxic work culture there as well. 
Um, a Singaporean employment watchdog. I, I'm not sure how they do everything over there, opening an investigation into the Singapore Ubisoft because, you know, what I just said, toxic work culture, being garbage humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they won't actually be taking any action. Uh, the, the Tripartite Alliance for Fair and Progressive Employment Practices um, opened the investigation last summer after Kotaku published that article detailing a lot of the... Um, you know, I, I have to say alleged issues at Ubisoft based on interviews with the employees past and present. Um, racial pay disparity was brought up, sexual harassment, um, and an HR department that allegedly took little to no action uh, when these reports were coming their way. Um, so the TAFEP, <laughs> the Tripartite mm-hmm. Alliance, I don't, you know, whatever's going to help us here, uh, shared two things they found um, that Ubisoft Singapore has. Um, a structured process to remunerate its employees fairly, which does not disadvantage Singaporeans based on nationality or race, which sounds like it might be more of a law in their country to have to deal with. Um, although we're not yeah. supposed to be doing that either. Um, and that they found employee salaries were performance based and therefore were reasonable justifications why there was disparities in certain situations. Um, based on experience, seniority, things of that nature. According to them, Ubisoft hired their own independent HR firm to review its salary structure. Um, And the studio shared what it found with this agency, the TA, whatever. They also found that uh, Ubisoft Singapore handled the workplace harassment reports it received appropriately, according to this agency, that uh, Mm -hmm. they have a structured system to manage workplace harassment already in place, and that Ubisoft investigated every report it received. Um, So according to this company's press release... They fully cooperated and in their full investigation uh, thought it actually was a safe, respectful, inclusive, equitable workplace. So maybe that I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, That's all I, don't I can know say. What kind mm-hmm. of laws changing <laughs> exactly? So since it's from a different one, um, hard to believe, mm. though, of course, with everything we've heard out of the other offices montreal blah 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 and so on and so forth but uh i have some quickets so ubisoft though i do hope i hope you get any kind of answer i I feel i feel i've been following their ubisoft better twitter as well for a while well before activision blizzard that we knew Mm. about i'm not saying long before they had their issues but long before it was brought up to where we all knew it and it doesn't sound that anything anything has been addressed or even tried to cooperate with them on according to, you know, the correspondence they're doing on their Twitter. So what, what, what will it take? What will it take? They're not getting any kind of response. It's just, wow. Hmm. Why stick with indie? I feel I don't any triple a these days. There's something going on that I just can't support anymore. Uh, but I do have a few quickets. Okay. Steam Deck is coming out. Well, okay. Steam Deck is on its way. Okay. February 25th. Mark your calendars if you're one of the ones who, you know, put your $5 down to reserve a unit. Because um, they revealed how, how it's going to work. We were all okay. a little curious. Um, so if you were one of the ones who had already placed your reservation, Valve will start sending out emails shortly after 10 a.m. PSD on the 25th. Now... 
they will go to the same email address you ordered them. So it had to be through the Steam website because remember, they wanted you to be a member of Steam for a year before they were even going to let you buy it to try to help with all this bot nonsense that's been going on, mm-hmm. um, which accidentally took out some people that had been on there 10 years. But they figured it out. They got it working out. But so you'll get that email. And uh from there, you can go ahead. Just remember, it's a couple extra steps. Your reservation didn't just hand it for you. Now you can go order it. You can only order the one you reserve for. You can't now go in there and change your mind. So whatever yeah. you reserved, that's the unit you can order in that email. Now, from there, you will have three days, people, to respond and get online to order that. Otherwise, you lose your spot. and It'll just go to the next person in queue. So mm. I personally set myself a reminder on my phone to go off on the 25th to check my email because I would totally be the person that that date would come and go and I would have forgotten. You know, I rarely check my personal email anymore. It's all garbage. <laughs> so I rarely even check it now. Uh, so you'll have three days from the from the receipt of your email order and make the purchase. Um, so yeah, then your $5 will go towards the purchase price at that point. Um, so the first units should be shipping on the 28th. So three days later, February 28th is when they should start shipping. And they say they will ship on a weekly cadence after that. So weekly on a schedule to keep them out till hopefully all of the orders are fulfilled or they run out of product, whatever happens first. Um, So while you wait, you may as well go head over to Steam and check out the list of Steam Deck verified games so you know what you'll be all prepped and ready for on day one. Uh, Mostly it was just having to go through games that made sure it uh, had controller support Mm. because you'll need that with that. Uh, Make sure UI things are easily readable when you're, you know, trying to come from a PC to a smaller handheld device, things like that. I think I'm just going to pull the trigger and go forward with my reservation and just see. I'm kind of curious about it um, to get to play my uh, PC games on wherever. So, well, some Mm -hmm. of them, obviously, maybe not all. Uh, I understand the checklist that they went through. I know some people... Put on my game. Well, no. If you look at the checklist, it makes sense that we have to to do it that way. Because if it's not controller support... How are you going to play it on the handheld? It's the controller, you know, so, and I'd like to read it. Lace is already at the age she's making UI bigger anyway. So we need to make sure I'll be able to read that for sure. Everything's like 1.25 or one and a half now. I have to blow it up. I'm really surprised they didn't, wouldn't, they didn't do any kind of touchscreen support. I think there is. But I don't think you can play an entire game that way if it doesn't have controller support. I feel it would be super hard on there. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, hopefully I'll be one. I doubt I'm in the first round of mailing outs. But uh, hopefully by the end of March, let's say, I'll have a little bit to report back on after having to mess with it. So I'll let you know. I'll let you know when it's on the way and everything. I'm going to pull the trigger and just go for it. I'll probably regret my decision because Valve, anyway, that's a rant on its own. Evil Dead the game was delayed a bit. Was delayed a bit. But I respect the date they chose. It's Friday, May 13th, Friday the 13th. Um, So, yeah, Boss Team Games and Saber Interactive announced this delay uh, just to give them a little bit more time. It sounds Mm -hmm. like they want a little bit more time to get things just right. So your boomstick will be polished, as he said. Your boomstick polished, fully loaded, and ready to blast deadites on that Friday the 13th. So, uh, But they did say we should expect a new trailer 
uh, this month or early next okay. for it. Uh, so maybe to give us a little more of a sneak peek on what they've been working on, changing, polishing, who knows. I'm all for it. Take your time. I hope we've learned our lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still need friends to play with, so let me know. Okay. Um, but still supposed to release across everything. Playstations, your Xboxes, your Switches, your PC. If you have one of those, you should be good. Yeah. Uh, Sega is now officially, officially out of the Japanese arcade business. It's just a oh, little wow. sad that it finally... Well, they mentioned it, you know, I feel a few years back we were talking about how a lot of them were wrapping up, closing up, and they were down mm. to what, maybe one there, one large one. <clears throat> uh, but 50 years later, all the company's remaining arcades will be sold to arcade company Genda Inc., uh, which op- uh, operates under the Gigo brand. I don't know. I haven't heard of it. I'm sure it's local to there. Um, so we reported this movie was coming back in, I think it was 2020. And I'm sure 2020 didn't help. No. So with any kind of in-person anything. So, uh, yeah, it's still sad. So that last one's closing up. No more over there. No more. You want to, yeah, you want to hear about a casualty uh, Mm. in the same vein? There's a local pizza joint in my town that's closing up shop. Had some of the best damn pizza, you know, because it's all homegrown ingredients and stuff like that. And I was really upset yeah. to hear about that because, you know, it's not like we ate there all the time. But, you know, sometimes Still a you small just business. For, you knew yeah. that I was putting food on someone's table, a roof over someone's head, maybe a kid through piano. I don't know. Yeah. And you uh, just have like a, a moment. It's like, you know what? I'm hungry for a pizza. You want to do, you know, the pizza joint down the road? Mm-hmm. Sure. And call it in. Boom. 20 minutes. You got it. And I don't know. that's what i love about this town is there's these little businesses Mm -hmm. and that was one of the businesses that i was always proud of around here and i I hate that they're going out of business or that they have it is a shame yeah Yeah. uh well i have one last little quick it and i guess this is just our life now um atari is now selling nft loot boxes so the best of all the world a little gambling with your nft i mean atari went in on that blockchain business too uh 2022 is the 50th anniversary of atari which i hope all of us is very aware by now it is not the same company it was back in the day that you're having nostalgic memories of playing pong um it's definitely it was bought and sold a while ago but they're calling it gfts a gift collection um they double as loot boxes i I mean uh surprise limited edition gifts that ea would be proud at the wording of that uh the best of all the worlds you guys it's a mystery gift that will open up and give you a random nft uh they have given you a nice flow chart for which is the random the common and the rare nfts that Mm. you know they've decided and um, yeah, sorry, I shouldn't be biased on this. I guess if you love NFTs, then fantastic. Here's a new opportunity for you. I just, I'm so weary of this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, even I Troy Baker, did you see that? Troy Baker no. was trying to sell voice NFTs or something. He was a little patronizing oh, yeah. to his audience mm-hmm. and how he tweeted it out saying that we all could create or hate. And I'm like, come on, man, what's what's that about? Um, I didn't even know there were voice NFTs until... This happened. 
I had to mm-hmm. do a little research on what the hell that even would look like. Um, doesn't seem like a good thing for creators, even a little bit, actually. Um, and if you know different siblings, please direct me. Because it sounds like we've just made it easier to steal someone's voice work and place it out in the world. And then yeah. um, at the end of the day, the creator's really not getting a chunk of that. The more I dove into it, the more I was seeing more creators complaining about their voice being stolen and used on websites they didn't give permission for. Huh. How about that? So that was a little disappointing to read. He did, of course, backtrack and apologize for his wording and everything since then and promised, you know, to go back and and, and do a little bit more looking into it. Um but yeah, so I guess that's something we're going to have to look out for now, too, is if you're a voice actor, I guess maybe you got to figure out some sort of clause, contract. I don't know how to navigate the Internet these days and how to even protect your own work. Um, yeah. But I guess talk yeah. to you if you have any legal minds that are keeping your career together. Um, see if there's some way to protect you in this. You know, I'm going to I'm going to say something very controversial here. Uh, not necessarily about the NFTs, mm-hmm. but um, I don't think we'll ever get him on the show anyway. So it doesn't matter. I'm starting to think that Troy Baker is kind of an arrogant kind of person. I'm starting to feel like that maybe he is kind of the downfall of the retro Might have replay been top dog for so long. It's kind of created this. I don't know. I feel people who are very successful in the limelight for a very long time, your attitude <clears throat> does tend to change just because the world is treating you so much differently and gives you this kind of false idea of how everything is. You almost mm. can't blame them, but uh, t- take a peek out once in a yeah. while and see what the real people are doing. I, yeah, I can <laughs> you be are in the clouds a little bit. I could be absolutely wrong. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that like him. I love his voice work. He's a great voice art actor. I can separate I the work from the person, though. I'm pretty good at that. Except for Bill Cosby. We can't do that. I can. That's a, <laughs> that's a yeah. Are you going to watch that series, by the way? I didn't know there was one. There's a show so. coming on Showtime. Uh, w. Kamal Bell is doing a documentary series called okay. um, We Need to Talk About Cosby. And oh wait, I did see a commercial for that now. Yeah. Uh I clearly hadn't thought about it again since then, so I don't know. I think it's out. It should be out now, I think. I have to look, mm. but I think it's out today or yeah. yesterday for those of you listening today. Right. Okay. Um so no, I guess I hadn't had plans up to this point cuz I had forgotten about it completely. No, it's it's something I'm I'm curious because we have not, th- that conversation has not been had. No. Like, how do you do that? Because nobody knows how. Yeah. I think, and I think we're that's, all like, wait a minute, this is. I still can't wrap my head around it. And I think that's what they're trying to to focus on. Which it was a great thing because we had talked about this once before, where I had yeah. watched episodes of the Cosby Show sometime after that, this, you know, happened. Like, and yeah. can you divorce the two? And I was sitting there thinking, in my head, I was like, I know the man is a monster, but. The material, everything here I'm watching yeah. is, it's good. good. It holds up. Yeah. And it's hard it's to, shame. yeah, you're just, so I'm hoping they're having that conversation. How do you How still do you respect the, the material? Yeah. 
you know, while looking at. Then maybe I should. That might be an interesting take on it and yeah. just see if they can offer. Because it didn't really. I know we're going off on a tangent again. Yeah. It didn't really feel like it was for me. If you yeah. know what I mean, mm-hmm. it was more for those that um, grew up with him as like their idol and really needed a way to compartmentalize this. Um, where I grew up watching him, loved it. I don't think I um, personalized it as much. Right, right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so in answer to your question, I guess I hadn't mm-hmm. decided to watch it because I had forgotten about it. But um I don't know. Maybe they'll come up with an NFT and then we can talk about it next time. Uh, yeah. I, I And I kind of agree about that attitude. I feel it's mostly, and, and you lose a lot of stuff with text, but when you're seeing tweets and stuff and, and, and phrased in a certain way where it's just trying to make you feel dumb and stupid for thinking whatever it was they were hinting at before you'd get a chance to say it. Am I yeah. making sense? Like, let me attack you for being wrong about this from the get-go before I give you a chance to be wrong, hoping that maybe you'll back off because you've already been called out for it. Oh, yeah. That's the phrasing I hate, where you're trying to tell me I'm already an idiot for having that thought before I've even had a chance to take it in. Sure, yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, I mean, I'll I'll say that, you know, if... I'm upset about something and I'm going to message someone. I kind of go through the motions before I send a text, ensuring that I'm not coming off like a jerk. Well, or, we never or, can. Yeah, but I'm, the I'm, person on the other end is going to take it in with whatever attitude or place in their life they're in at that moment. Like, what do you mean, hi? Like, but I, I was just saying hi. Yeah. But I also feel like how you word something can also mm-hmm. kind of diffuse that situation. Like sure. you come I off, try to carefully do that. Too. Yeah. yeah. So if you choose your words carefully and you can come off like you're being understanding mm-hmm. uh, while also kind of expressing your frustration without mm-hmm. coming off like a jerk. So it's very got to be very precise. Just don't come up and be like, hey, dude, to F. Yeah. I love this thing. And if you're wrong, you could just hate on it, I guess. Or you could get on the train and yeah. be with the cool kids. You know, it's it just kind of shuts the door on any conversation and, and nuance to be had there. But, hey, you want NFTs, people? There's 40,000 billion D running around now at this point. So tell me how it's rare. I don't know. <laughs> God, I even see like late night talk show hosts doing it now, too. Gosh, dang it. It's taking over Sad. my life and I want no part of it. Speaking speaking of that, uh, well, have you have you finished have you finished uh, quickets <laughs> before yes, I go off on another? I'm actually tangent? done. I was going to okay. pass it off to you at this point. All right, we are, well, we are we are done with Lace's portion. Good. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go off on two <laughs> tangents about two things that I've been watching and one one since you mentioned late night talk shows. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch? This show that I'm about to bring up, it's something that I missed uh, during its initial run because I didn't have HBO, but I went, I've always heard it was good, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to watch this show. The Larry Sanders Show. Did you ever watch that? I mean, a little bit. He was one that didn't resonate with me as far as me thinking he was funny or, 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 uh, yeah, no, it it wasn't my speed, but I'm aware. No, I I happened to see it on HBO Max, and I thought, yeah, you know what, I'm going to, I've always heard... And I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna watch this. I actually got through uh, every season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
as well. That that one had some good moments. I didn't watch it regularly though. Oh, so. I identify with Larry on so many levels. There, oh, yeah. there are certain things now, mind you, like I wouldn't take as far as he does, but ninety sure. percent of the time, I'm I'm on Larry's side. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, we're 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 barking up the same tree, pal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um but yeah, I would recommend I, you know, if he's not your cup of tea, I get it. You know, Gary Shandling was not someone that I always gravitated towards, but if See, I saw now him I'm starting to wonder if I had Gary Shandling in my head now that you've said that. Gary Shandling versus Larry David. Hold on. So I know who it is. Now Gary Shandling <laughs> is from the That's Larry who Sanders I was show. Thinking it was. Yeah. Curb your enthusiasm is Larry David. I didn't mean to to crisscross. Oh, okay. For some reason, I totally had Gary Shandling in my head. Continue. Okay, yeah. Gary Shandling, Larry Sanders show. That's the show mm-hmm. about the late night talk show or whatever. That's what it's yes. about. It's like he's a Carson-esque, Leno, mm-hmm. you know, Letterman, whatever. Now that I'm looking at his face. And uh, just, I mean, I haven't gotten through, like, I'm just in the early episodes of the season one. And I won't say that it's like captivated me to the point where I was like, oh my God, how have I missed this? But mm-hmm. I have been watching it. Like it has not turned me away. Like I'm c- consistently watching it. And I could see where, you know, a product of its time. I mean, when they're sitting there talking about <laughs> 90s Bill Clinton Most election. anything from then, like would it go now? Yeah, it was just, it's interesting because I'm like, oh yeah, I, I forgot Remember about those controversies? Yeah. 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 So it's. Remember? Remember all those things we thought was going to end our life then, mm-hmm. you know? Wasn't it, it cute? It's a Wasn't fun it little. adorable of us? <laughs> it's a fun little time capsule. You're right. Um, yeah. And then, and then while I'm still on HBO Max, because apparently this is where I've been spending a lot of my time, uh, mm-hmm. you know, during COVID. Peacemaker. Have you watched Peacemaker? I wanted to, and then the hubs started it without Why me. Why does he always do this to you? I don't know. I think he assumed. Well, see, okay, so my little tangent here it was when I was visiting, we were visiting my sister in Arkansas, and um, I don't know. She had gone to bed. We were still up. He said, do you want to watch it? And, and But her husband was still awake. I know he doesn't care for those things. I'm like, why don't we just wait till we're home? You know, Mm -hmm. and just when we get home, home, we'll watch it. And then I went to visit my other sister with my sister. And then when I came back, he was starting episode two. Schmuck. Jerk. Well. But no, that was a long answer to your question. I would recommend it regardless. Okay, I do need to, at least, you know, while I'm playing RimWorld, I could have it on the side. It's not like I'm doing anything with my day. If he... If he's got a complaint about watching it twice, then there's something wrong. I don't with think he would, actually. No. He seemed to really enjoy it, actually. Yeah. yeah. The ver- yeah. the very first episode, like, they dropped three up front. That's one with John Cena, right? Yeah. I'm thinking of the right one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I watched, I mean, the first episode for the 45, 50 minutes that it was on, I was laughing mm-hmm. almost nonstop because it was right. just so good. Yeah, I heard so them funny. cackling through episode two when I was trying to not watch. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I haven't seen the first one. You guys watched it while I wasn't here. So I was trying to ignore it. Yeah, I would highly recommend it if you're uh, if you're kind of into that. But even if you're not, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like... Like, they took some digs, which I really thought was funny. They took some digs at some established characters within mm-hmm. 
you know, like Batman, Aquaman, Superman, stuff like that. Like the, the opening scene, there was like this back and forth about Aquaman. Uh, and it was just, you don't think about these conversations, but yet here's right. this conversation happening and it's just it's so funny. You know, you don't yeah. have to know the characters. You just know enough of, of the character to be like, yeah, okay, I can see why this is funny. So the, it's it's signaturely James Gunn. Like he mm. wrote it, like all eight episodes, his stamps all over it. So if you like his work, you're going to like this. Okay. So. I would highly recommend it if you're uh, if you've got HBO. Yeah, Max. I need to. There's actually quite a bit now. I need to get started on that. Just dropped some new stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, there's so much I'm gonna catch up on on Hulu now that I've got no ads. I'm like, telling I'm you, so it's gonna happy. be a whole new world. Yeah, so I've still got to watch like Brooklyn Nine Nine. We started watching that when we yes, were on vacation. I, I stopped watching it because I was just like the ads. Oh my god, the ads. Mm-hmm. It's not that yeah, I didn't want to watch it. I don't know how people it. do it anymore. Yeah. I didn't want to watch it. It was just I didn't want to sit through the ads. And That's every fair. time I would sit there and look at something, I was like, well, I'll put this in the later pile for when I don't have ads. Now, I, I I've got no ads. I can't wait to hear your thoughts, too. It's such a great show. I love yeah. it. It's one of my favorite sitcoms. Mm-hmm. So well done. I hate that I, I missed out or, or I didn't watch it initially because it was just one well, of those. at least so not. It was about eight years, yeah. Well, at least now you know it's. It, it knew it was ending. It mm. got to wrap everything up, so you know there will be a definitive start and end to the series, at least. Right, so right. when you binge, you know all the stories you're falling in love with will have its. You know, it, it, they'll wrap it up for you. Right. They'll wrap it up. It wasn't canceled unexpectedly, and then we were all left crying. Right. All right. I got. I got one more thing. I got one more mm. thing. Is this our headliner? Just chatting. No. I hope so. Yeah, my yeah. God, we're this, at an arrow forty. You no, people. no, no. This is. I had no headliner because, uh, you know, my my head wasn't in it. I was playing catch up mm-hmm. at work, uh, and all that stuff. So I wouldn't have had time. That's fair. We clearly know how to fill time. But no, I wanted to talk about this, and I would love to get some sibling opinions on this mm-hmm. because I, I have to know, and I'm hoping there's someone out there who has done both. Okay, because for me, I'm of I'm of one mind and I, you know, I've heard these debates. The office. Yes. Okay. I know there are so many people that love the American version of the office. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But during COVID, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I saw it on HBO Max, the British version, the The original original version, version. the version that I watched initially, like mm-hmm. when I heard about this show, I don't even remember what got me to watch it. We initially. got it a few years later, I want to say anyway, though, because it had been on TV there for a couple of years. Yeah. Something but like see, that before. I, see, I can't remember like what led me down that path to, to mm-hmm. find it. I feel like I was listening to, um, I read an article or something like that. It was like, hey, this show called The Office is really awesome. And I was kind of in this this mindset of movies and TV shows. It was like, well, if this is the highbrow quality stuff, you know, this is what I need to watch. So I went out and like bought the DVD set of like the entire series. Oh, wow. And I was okay. like, all right, I'm going to give this a go. Hopefully I'm going to like it because I just spent you money. You just committed, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I did. But I, I hadn't watched it in a while. I rewatched it uh, when I was you know, down and out and mm-hmm. it's so good. And yeah. And it's, it's so small, you know, we're mm-hmm. talking like 
12 episodes and then a special. Everything you want is there. Mm -hmm. Like even the uh, Tim-Dawn relationship, which is the uh, Jim and Pam, I think. Yes. Yeah. The, just, yeah. It, it's... It, it, Everything about it, it so encapsulates everything you need right there. You don't need nine seasons, in my opinion. Sure. It does what well, it needs to do. Well, we like money. Yeah. But we'll it was just... going. It blew my mind because... Um, it is impressive that we got that much time out of it, though. I a shorter series. <laughs> but I tried watching it once, and I couldn't do it. Because oh, yeah? I, could, I could not I divorce these characters that were characters that i already know sure so they're just like that. knockoffs mm -hmm. so i want to know from any siblings out there have you watched both and can you respect one versus the other d despite how you saw it because i would imagine watching the british version would be difficult for anyone who who watched the right American they're a little version. bit more calm more chill more um What's the word I'm looking for in their a little more dry right in, in their humor and uh, uh, us in the states tend to like it the way it looks on its face a little bit more animated a little bigger uh, yeah. slapsticky you know that that we kind of enjoy I guess in our humor more yeah I mean I, the, a Between lot of the, the stuff they countries. do on there I mean Martin Freeman that's where I first saw him and the man is he is just a comedy. Uh, genius. I honestly yeah. feel like he does not get the respect he deserves because him in that show, his deadpan, his mm -hmm. his looks, like the stuff that John Krasinski does, I'm sure is great. But the way Martin Freeman does his just the glares, the glances, the the little glances at the camera, mm -hmm. he's just so good. I'll have to go back. I know I watched the first two episodes of the British one after it came out here. Um, very surprised to see that it was we shot it word for word, almost camera angle for camera angle, the exact same way. That was what was interesting to me. Yeah, the the first couple of episodes, exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. The script was the same, everything. Because I, I did that with Shameless. I went back and started trying to watch um, the original Shameless because it started over there in UK also, and we bought it and put it on here. Um, again, same thing. It was like the first season was exactly the same. Yeah. It was so interesting. Just different actors. Um, I didn't get through that one because once I realized it was the same thing, I was like, well, I already know the story and everything. <laughs> so yeah. I couldn't really get myself to get into it, into it. But uh, yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. But yeah. If I don't any, have an opinion on those two. If any siblings uh, out there have done both or have done the opposite of what I've done or have done exactly what I've tried to do. Mm. I want to hear I want to hear about it because I'm I'm curious. Can because, you appreciate both mediums for what it is? Right. Because I don't yeah. you know, I don't I don't want to seem like a gatekeeper like the British version is the best version because I watched it first. It's a not lot like of that. Sometimes the original version is the better version. I just I'm looking at it from the lens that perhaps whatever they're doing in the British version is something I can appreciate more. Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps like I said, trying to watch a different version of the same thing. Mm -hmm. The characters just seem like knockoffs to me, even sure, though I understand I, that they are yeah, culturally that significant to uh -huh. our culture. 
hypothetically, because people right. are going to know. Our big name people versus theirs or yeah. whatever, right? So, I don't know. I, I it, was it was still such a great uh, show. And what was funny about it, too, is I was surprised that I kind of I got a little emotional at the end of it, which I don't ever remember doing. You know, Aww. but it was just something about that Such moment, just right appreciating time. it, you know, and I was like, yes, God, I love this show, you know, love it for what it is. But uh, nice. That's all I've got. You know, I think I'm I'm done. I know we have barely talked about video games, uh, siblings, so I apologize. But uh, yeah, get us. We'll get back on track. Yeah. It's always hard to focus on the first one back. For the we we year. had to, to talk about COVID and yeah. among other things. So. There you go. And I think I did okay. Yeah. With you not did. saying like the whole time. I think you did fine. It was struggle. I could feel my brain stopping at a few times. You probably heard the pauses. I'll get better, siblings. I can't believe you all listened to me for that long. I try I am, not to do I the... was annoying myself. I couldn't even finish a podcast. It's like, wow, when I get excited, that's the only word I throw into how did that get started? It's it's like saying uh uh. Oh, uh, I'll probably say I, um a ton now while I'm trying to fill that gap. Well, see that I tried to I tried to do that myself. That's where my pause kind of comes in is not to go and uh and uh. <laughs> it just when I was listening back to it, I'm not saying I'm a genius by any stretch of the imagination, but it really made me I thought sound super stupid mm -hmm. i just couldn't think of anything else to say so um, like a valley regardless. girl exactly and i don't know how it got started really i'm sure it was one of those unironic things that i said when i was younger and then unfortunately it became my slang and then in my vocabulary and then here we are and i'm gonna have to cut it out anyway that's our show Woo. that's our show um they could just tell you to do the same things, our siblings. Go over to Twitter. Hit us up over there at Super Mega Crash. Uh, send an email over to supermegacrash at gmail.com. Go over to Instagram to view the weekly icon art. Steven puts time and love into. Uh, you could support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform. Even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Uh, you can search Pencil and Paper Podcast Network or Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you for listening. I am Lacey Finley. And I'm Stephen White. And you could join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.